doing this interview this late at night, but um, I definitely wanted to get you on my show. I'm so excited to have you. So thank you so much. Listen, it's a pleasure to be here. You know, I wouldn't turn you down. And I mean, the good part about doing what, why don't you tell everybody what time it is? Let's tell, let's talk to people about how we're working. All right. It's, it's 12.02 a.m. Cheers to that, yo. Well, listen, I, I'm so excited to have you on here. And this is actually going to be my first video. Um, we're doing a video for those who are listening to the podcast. And um, it was your idea, so I appreciate that. You know, give me the nudge. You are, you know, GVI Media. You are everything. I remember actually meeting you in, um, where was I? I had to come, I came all the way to New York. It took me about two, in, two hours and 45 minutes to get to you come see your presentation. I was very excited to see you. We clicked as soon as I walked through the door. Well, I had to do some research, right? So, so let's be real clear if you're here, because where, where you operate out of where? South Jersey. I'm out of Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill. So when you said that, it sounded like you said Newark, but you, but you really meant New York. We were in White Plains, right? So I want the people to know you rolled from Cherry Hill to White Plains, New York. Okay, so so my business is in Cherry Hill, but actually I rolled all the way from Cumberland County to New York. So that's a, that's an extra 45 minutes. Oh, yo, all right, I, listen, I gotta be honest with you, thank you. I feel, I feel even more loved than I did that day because I knew you hustled on the way up. So I wanna say thank you just because you rolled to New York City to see what, to see the presentation. I'd like to think it was because of me. Maybe it was because of the title company. Maybe it was because of the mortgage company. I don't know, but we were talking and you're like, yo, I'm on my way and I don't know the address. So that's dedication right, right there, right? I was on the turnpike texting. I want to say I was on exit. I was already at exit seven and I still had nowhere. I, I didn't know. I said, well, once I get to New York, I'll figure it out. But <laughs> <laughs> that's dedication and I love you for that. You know that. So, um, yeah, so I, I really enjoyed your, your presentation. Um, you talked a lot about Facebook and where it is right now and what people don't understand. You know, I run into a lot of um, noise at times where people actually tell me, hey, Robin, you're doing too much on Facebook. You got to tone it down. You know, you got to tone it down. But, you know, Facebook is actually another source of lead generation. And you were, ta you were talking about, how to use Facebook to your advantage. So I wanted to bring you on the show and talk about the ways that you see or the things that you see happening in the future with Facebook and why it's important. You know, there's just some of the same things that you, you spoke about in the presentation. So a couple of things. First of all, I want to make sure we're 100% clear because I know we're kind of going off the rails because I know I threw you off with the whole video thing, but we're not, you're not, I'm not going to let you get away with us not doing the icebreaker. We're doing the icebreaker before this thing's over, right? Like you have a routine. Okay, so I do, but I don't care. I'll get back. Go, here. go, throw it at me. Let's go. What was the last movie you watched? You? Oh no! <laughs> you for real want to know? Wait, wait. Oh, what was the God. last big screen movie you? No, I, I can't. I'm, no, 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 no. It wasn't a bad thing. I'm embarrassed by it. Listen, no, no, no. It wasn't. It was it's not a bad. It's not bad. <laughs> You're going to laugh at me, and I hope you know what this is because oh, you'll get a sense, you'll get a window into my humor. Okay. You, ever, you ever watch the movie Bring It On? Yeah. I watched that movie the other night. I, every time that comes on, I can't stop watching it. You ever watch that? Don't they have like a dance 
it's there. the it's the cheerleader movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I and I live that I I watched that whole movie for the when they bring in the the training guy. Gotcha. You remember Spirit Fingers? Like, do you remember Spirit Fingers? And you're taking me back. You know. Yo, you need every time that comes on, I watch it. And it happened to be on the other night, and I w I was talking about it today, like I was at the gym, and they were like, "Yo, what did you do the other night?" I was like, oh, "I was home watching Bring It On." <laughs> they're like, "Yo, you must be the father of two girls." I'm like, "Well, I am," but they weren't there watching it with me. That's the problem, right? Wow! 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 Hey, that's good. That's good. That was a nice throwback. I like that. I like it is that. what it is. All right, the next question. You ready? Yeah. As a kid, what was your favorite candy? Ooh, my daughter, my 10-year-old asked me this all the time. I struggle a little bit. So, like, you know, I remember being a whatchamacallit eater, but I wouldn't say that was my favorite. Do you remember the whatchamacallit? Mm -hmm. So that was one of the things. I will tell you this. This is one of my fondest memories growing up was – we had, so I grew up in West Philly, right? We, li we lived on, uh, basically in all row homes. I always said there was like, think, think of 5,000 homes in one square mile. That's kind of how we rolled. And we used to have these little convenience stores on the corner. And one was called Freddy's. And it was literally 200 feet from my house. And it was one of these things where you get your lunch meat, you can get your footballs, you can get candy, you can get your drinks, you could get your taxes done. Like, you know what I mean? T-shirt, no. <laughs> yeah, all, all the above, all the above. And so what I would do is at the time they had Tootsie Rolls and Tootsie Rolls, the little, the little guys, right? And they were a penny a piece. So we would walk around looking for pennies and I would, I, like on the grounds, just people that would drop pennies right. and I would go and pick up 15 pennies and go in and buy 15 Tootsie Rolls. So I guess now that I'm thinking about it out loud, I think that was probably the move. Like I think the Tootsie Roll was the deal. I think, I guess, I, I could go. Look, I'm eating Twizzlers right now. All right, so my childhood, my favorite candy as a child. Is yeah, hold up. Wait, wait. Ew. That's a Twizzler right there. If you're watching this video, I'm eating some Twizzlers. That's plastic, dude. Yeah, I don't care. It's delicious. Or rubber. I don't know what that is. It's delicious. I don't I care. I can't even taste it. <laughs> I can't even taste it. Your life is terrible. You can't That's taste not. Twizzlers. Your life stinks. Twizzlers. I've needed. I needed a sugar rush many a times, and Twizzlers was the only thing that was available. And I, I can't. Delicious. I, it just takes. Delicious. Like, I can't. RCB, you're out of your mind. It's delicious. Yeah. But go yeah. back to your story. What are you going to say about your candy? All right. So I'm stuck between two. One was the um, bazooka gum. Oh, I love that too. Bazooka gel. Yeah. Yep. Comics. And then my very favorite, favorite, favorite candy before they started making it real. I don't know if they, I think they they just can't make it right now, but now and laters. Yeah, no, now and laters, we're, we're, we're up then, there. But now they make them so chewy. Maybe they're still from the 80s. No, they're like, they get stuck. Nah, you know what it is? Listen, you're getting older. Your teeth are, <laughs> you're worried about your teeth coming out. <laughs> like, oh gosh, this is Yo, back then you were like, my mom said my teeth were coming out anyway. This is just going to expedite right. the process. Now you you lose them, you're out. You can't do it. Watermelon flavor. Yeah, I'm with you. And they were green. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. No, the watermelon was green, wasn't it? I think the watermelon. What? Yeah, I can't even say it. The watermelon now and later's were green. I think I could be wrong, but I think they were. You might be right. I think I'm think I'm right. You might be right. You might be right. I still, meanwhile, look at this. I'm eating a Twizzler. I can't believe you're eating it. That's I'm eating a Twizzler. It's delicious. Oh, my gosh. 
bottom of my shoe tastes better than that. Yo, listen, I love this fire, keep fire, rapid fire. Give me some more of this. Okay. Learn more about me. Let's go. All right. The next one. You ready? Yeah. Does your mom, what's the most embarrassing picture your mother has of you? Ah, that's ah. a tough one. So listen, so I'm going to make you sad, right? My mom died in 09. Okay. Sorry to hear that. She took all her pictures with her. She did. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, she, I'm not kidding. She did die in 09, but she didn't take her pictures. <laughs> nah, yeah, listen. I had one. <laughs> I would say this is probably the most embarrassing one. I want to say it was about fourth or fifth grade. And, I, and I, if I, after we, we hang up and we, we finish this podcast, I'll think of one or two more, no question. But this was a good one. And if you're watching the video, it's even better. When we did, the, uh, we did our, our pictures, remember the school pictures you used to do? Well, apparently the night before my fourth, fourth or fifth grade picture, third or fourth grade, I cut my own hair. And I had like a straight up bowl. Like, I can't even explain. It was like a round piece and I, right across the dome. Like, yes, like, yeah, yeah, but it was crooked too. So it was like one of these guys like that. It was crooked from top to bottom. And my mom and dad were like, well, he's going to go get his picture taken. Like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, my parents have a progression of years, um, years of pictures of me actually falling asleep at the table with my head in the plate. At like just like, random or like at holidays? Like years. Like That's one, I'm, one, I'm like five years old. Then the next one, I'm like eight. Then the next one, I'm like 11. And the next one, I'm like 13. That I just, I never went to sleep. So the time I would go to sleep is right after I eat. Like I would literally fall asleep while chewing so here's my interesting... planet like if you see the video my face will be planted like this so wait so think about this like, th like i want you because you know and i you and i talk about this think about if there was social media available when that was going on Gosh. right like you you and i benefited from the fact that like that picture of my haircut screwed up yeah. is only on my phone yeah. like nobody if i want to put it out i can or if my mom wanted to put it out, she could. But for the most part, that wasn't happening live. Right. Everything we do now is live. There's no hiding that stuff. So if you were falling asleep right now, or say your son was falling asleep in his plate, you got that stuff right on Instagram right now. There's no living that out. Have you ever broken a bone or, or, or tore something that, brought you, that you had to get surgery for, or, you know, get wrapped up for, or whatever? Have you ever broke a bone? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to regret saying this. I've never had surgery. Okay, good. Um, I have broken two bones in my body. One was my pinky because I flipped a motorcycle. Okay, that's legit. That's legit. It was legit except for the fact that I actually just broke my pinky. Like, I want to be rougher and tougher and say I bust. See, see, the reason why I look like this is because I landed on my face, but I can't say that. Right. It's just I just look like this. And the other part is I've actually broken my nose, oh. right? And that came from the hands of one of my best friends. Mm. Uh, you can see my profile. It's hard to see. Um, we had a, a late night one time, and I'm not going to say there was any alcohol involved, but there was alcohol involved. Right. And, uh, and we got to wrestling, and he had me um, on the ground. He was on top of me, and every time he let my hand go, I would pop him in the face. And after like the fourth punch, he got tired of it and popped me back. 
<laughs> and he got me good square right in the right in the kisser. And it was funny because I woke up the next day and there was blood everywhere in my, my house. And, and I'm like, what happened? He was like, you don't remember? And I'm like, no, I don't remember. He's like, I punched you in your face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's my blood? Okay, cool. Wow. Wow. So there's I would say they're the only two. My the nose, my finger, um does your heart count? Oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ah! No, but no. I, my my finger and my nose, I think, are the two. Finger yeah. and your nose. All right. Yeah. That's How about you? How about you? I um I broke my foot. I broke my foot um doing um what was I doing? I was preparing for a 5K in my head. I decided I wanted to start running. Never ran before, hated running. Finally got myself up to running two miles a day. Proud of myself, I was happy. And then I decided to drop my car off at the mechanics and run home. Did that, got home. Next thing I know, now it's a bumpy roads where I live, you know, we have farmland excess, like concrete's a little crumbled or whatever. I may have hit a couple of spots. I was like, Ooh, that, that don't feel good. Right. But I'm strong and I don't really feel pain like that. Right. So I get to the house and I let the dog out. And when I let the dog out, I stepped inside of a dog bowl by mistake and it went forward just a hair, but I went down way before then. And my foot was broke. I, I, um, I broke the fifth metatarsis. Yeah, which is like a 12 week. This wasn't a good time because I had to, um, I had a comp, I had a couple, three competitions overseas. Oh, um, one a runway walk. And, um, I so wait, to, so the metatarsals on the top of your foot, the metatarsis is like right above your pinky toe between your, okay. Whatever. So it's still a, a, a lump there because I didn't let it heal correctly because I was in high heels in three weeks. Oh, jeez. And I won first place. It became an yeah, idol. you oh, did. Oh, yes. <laughs> I won swimsuit, best swimsuit. Supermodel work. <laughs> right, with a broken foot. I actually, literally, um, it was a cruise and I actually got on the boat in a wheelchair with a boot. And when it was time to go home, I left the boot on the ship. <laughs> so I did not let my foot heal correctly. I have a bone that sticks out of my skin that's just sitting there. And every once in a while, it does hurt, but it is what it is. <laughs> All right. So wait, let's get into the juicy stuff, huh? All right. Are we done? Wait, no, I, I would love to have another question. That was, that was the best part so far. You want you want me to ask one more question? I don't know. You got any more? I think that was, listen. You know your listeners. They want to get into the Facebook stuff, or would they rather know about my? Well, let's let's pajama let's pants. About, let's talk about what you do. What do okay. you? Because I I found value in it. A lot of people do. Um, you know, I talk about people who who complain about what I you know being on Facebook a lot. Yep. You know, posting a lot, but then also and doing a lot of videos. But also, I noticed that. People do ask me a lot of questions about my business and how I'm able to do X, Y, and Z and what I do. So, you know, bringing you on, I figure this is your expertise. This is something that people can contact you for, right? And, you know, you, 
you have some knowledge about about Facebook and marketing, so I wanted to um, talk a little bit about that. So, well, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm big on the psychology of it, right? So, like we we talked pre-show about like people were saying, you know, you're uh, like, and we've talked about this while we we did the presentation. That I always say, go go for the dude, you're everywhere, right. or the girl, you're everywhere, right? And so what does that mean? So what that sometimes becomes like your friends, aunts and uncles and your mom saying like, you need to be on Facebook less. You need to be on Facebook less. Right. But in the meantime, if you're doing it right and it's ra it's racking up $35,000 commissions, then who are you listening to? Like my, my thing is always, if you go for the dude, you're everywhere. There's two things that happen. One is, more people know who you are and what you do, which is great for your business, right? So like there's no, if RCB living is doing what she's supposed to be doing on Instagram and Facebook, then anybody who's watching RCB living shouldn't probably be going with another real estate agent because they know what she does. She's, she's delivering fantastic value and she's there all the time. So when my like our big thing is, you know, when you're in real estate, like I don't need real estate today, but I love watching Robin's, you know, crazy podcast. This dude, Gene was nuts. It was fun, you know? So they're thinking about you, thinking about you, thinking about you. And then tomorrow they wake up and they get a call from their sister-in-law and they're like, yo, we got to move. Do you know anybody in Cherry Hill? Oh, well, yeah. So you should call Robin. She seems cool. You know, that type of thing. Right. So the dude you're everywhere is a big element of, and this goes for any business, not just real estate, is that you need to be top of mind now with, with the, the amount of crap we're, we're put, that's put in front of our eyeballs, whether it's you're scrolling through Facebook or you're surfing Instagram for your old girlfriend, you know, whatever it ends up being, how do I capture your attention? And if you have enough content out there that's engaging, people will stop and watch you, and that's half the battle. Then when they stop to watch you, are you delivering stuff that I'm interested in so that I'm going to come back? If the answer is yes, then when I do come back and I happen to need your service while I'm back there, I'm thinking about you. So that's like the whole idea behind this. So I always love when people say you're spending too much time on X. Well, here's the reality. If X is making you money, then you're not. But if X is not making you money, then they're right, right? So like if you know that your brand is is being exposed because of what you're doing on Facebook and people are talking to you over and over and over and over again. And people are engaging with you over and over and over. Sales is a conversation, right? Over and over and over and over again, because of your Facebook content, then you got to keep doing your Facebook content. But if there's crickets on Facebook and your Snapchat's blowing up, you need to spend more time on your Snapchat. But when somebody comes to you and says, this is what I always do. When somebody comes to you and says, Robin, you're everywhere. You need to slow it down. My answer would be, oh, so you're apparently watching, <laughs> right? Seriously, right? You're watching. So you watch something you didn't like, which means I'm winning, right? Right. So I try to encourage people to use video, right? Because the best things that ever happened to me is live. And I found a way to use live to do open houses, to go through homes. People, that's where I get most of my viewership is when I go live, I'm taking people through mansions. I'm taking them through high-end homes, things that they probably wouldn't see on a regular basis, the, the average person, right? And they love that, right? And even if I go, sometimes I've taken video of just going in some like shady home that's like 
vacant, maybe it has a squatter and people are there to see if there's a squatter when I turn the corner. Um, but I try to tell people who, you know, they ask me, well, I want to do live, but I'm scared. And I try to tell people that they, they need to do it because I think people overthink. I think they think it has to be scripted. You know, I feel like if it's off the cuff, it's, it's actually more genuine and people understand, you know, they, they get to know who you are as a person. And then you, you can be boring if you're scripted. Like, I don't believe in scripting myself. Like, even cold calls. I can't get myself to read a script or remember a script. I mean, I know different ways to go about it. But, you know, I just, I don't want to go off on the, on the tangent on that. But I'm just saying, as far as people going live and using video, I feel like it's an important part of anyone who's an entrepreneur. Like, they need to really use that. And, and you spoke about how important it is to have video content. Well, so let's, I'll ask you these, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Let's, let me ask you these two questions and I want you to answer them honestly, right? So the first question is, okay, Robin, you're not going to do any video. Um, and this is really not a question. This is just more of a statement. You're not going to do any video because you're worried about your hair and you're worried about what you're going to say and you're worried about the content and you're worried about what people are going to think, and you're worried about what your mom's going to say, and you're worried about your boss is going to see you on live, and you're, and, 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 right? So from, your, from the video that you didn't do, how much commission are you going to make? None, right? But suppose you put a video out, and you look like, holy hell, and you look like you just ran through a car wash, but there was no car, you just walked through it, and at the end of it, you gave a piece of information and one of your f followers calls and says, Robin, I just got to tell you, you really look like crap on video. And you went, super. Thanks for the info. I know. And by the way, oh, and they said, hold, but hold up. My sister needs some help. Could you help her sell her house? So when you did that one video that started the conversation, even though the video was bad and you make a $10,000 commission, and I'm going to give you this. Subject A, which is you didn't do the video and you didn't talk to anybody. Subject B, which is you did a terrible, terrible video, but people knew you were a real estate agent with X brokerage and somebody called you with a commission. Which are you taking, A or B? The news, there's no new part about Facebook. The part is, is there's still over 2 billion viewers, which tells me it's still strong. Right now, it's still cheap to advertise. Yes. And if you know how to play the game, your organic reach, which means the amount of people that you can reach by putting content up for free is still pretty high if you're doing video and live video. They're the two biggest things. If you want to talk about new, the newest thing going on with Facebook is live video. And if you're doing live video and you just told me you did a while ago, that seems to be your biggest reach because Facebook dumped a lot of money into the research department to build that part up. And when you use it, they're going to reward you for it by serving it to their clientele for free so the more you use live video the more people are going to see it by default right does that make sense okay so then talk about what what is gvi media what is what do you do for your clients so <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this because you know me well enough the listeners probably don't but, but my hashtag is get exposed and if you hashtag get exposed on different platforms that could serve you up some of my content and then some saucy content if you know what i mean if you if you have a business and you're awesome at what you do and nobody knows about it, what good is that? Right. So our job is to get that get you exposed so that your 
locality, your neighborhood, your clientele knows that you're there and you deliver the best service. So from a digital perspective, social media management, um, website design, logos and branding, you know, I call myself the lead digital architect. So we basically come in and talk to you about what it is that you need, who your client base is, where their eyeballs are and how we design a plan about get, around getting them to see you the quickest. Okay. Now you've done some, um, you, you do presentations as well, right? You go to different companies. That's how I met you. You were at, what type yep. of company that? That was uh, the Great American Title Company in New York, White Plains, New York, yeah. Yeah. So you, you do speak to, you know, other, you know, speak to realtors and who else is your audience out there? And really anyone. I mean, the marketing piece coupled with the fact that I have a tech background allowed me to help real estate agents. But as I started to progress, I realized I'd have these conversations with people like you that would say, you know, it's a shame you only do real estate because my brother runs this 45 person plumbing company and he really could have used you, but I sent him to this other guy and I was like, ah, I'll do that for them too. So I changed, I told you this before, our name used to be your real estate concierge because we dealt with real estate agents. We shifted it over to GVI media because I service all businesses. That's the idea. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if I'm a business and I say, hey, listen, I, I have a Facebook page, you know, personal page. I, I don't know what to do with it. What would be your next, what would be your advice to them as far as, you know, if you want to, you know, to help them with their business and get, get them exposed? What would be the next step you tell them to do? Uh, this is easy, actually. And I'm going to give you some love here. We didn't talk about this. So this is not a setup at all. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're friends with RCB Living, hit me up for a 30 minute free consult. We'll just talk. And I promise I won't sell you, Robin, you know, you can tell them I don't sell anything. So I, I talk about it. If it's something that you, you, after talking to me, you're like, I don't want to do this myself. I'd like to hire somebody. Hopefully you'll think about hiring me, but I'll do a 30 minute free consult for everybody listening to this podcast on behalf of RCB living. Just call me and say, RCB is the shiznit and I'll put you on the calendar. And we'll go through it. I'll show you what you, what, you, what you got, what you're doing wrong. I'll give you some tips and tricks. And then and you can be off and running. And I'll tell you what to do to get that most exposure. There's a couple, couple steps. If you do it for the next, you know, every day or every week for the next couple months, you'll be way better off than you were. Or if you want to really expedite and talk to me about moving forward, we could do that too. So Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for uh, giving that to my um, listeners. Yeah. Appreciate that. Definitely. And where can they find you? Uh, well, you can find me at genevolpe.com. I mean, exposed. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and if you're doing that, make sure the kids aren't around. But, yeah. but uh, gvimedia.com is the company page and genevolpe.com is my personal page. Is there anything else you want to let the viewers know? Yeah, listen, if you're in South Jersey and you're not talking to RCB about getting on this podcast to expose your business or you need real estate, you out your mind. You got to call. Yeah. Call, call her. We, we talked to, we've been on the phone. We've been doing this video thing for like two and a half hours now. Right. Yeah. Like the pre-show I was BSing like a bunch of stuff. Get with RCB, man. Whether it's just, just BSing like this back and forth to expose your business. Or if you need some help with title mortgage, she's a mortgage, like not a, not a broker, but a mortgage expert. She knows the deal and she's in real estate. Get with her. So how about that? I like how you just flipped it up back. I did, right? I plugged you back. I'm okay with it. Appreciate that. 
Um, well, I know that we only have a couple more minutes, probably. We'll bring it to a close. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank you guys for uh, participating, um, RCB Living. And, but I appreciate you being on the show. And um, once again, you want to say your, you know, where they can find you. Yeah, listen, thank you, Robin. It was great. It's, it's been a lot of fun over the last couple of weeks, really talking to you and getting, getting in your business. And uh, you can get me at genevolpe.com or gvimedia.com. Either way, when you, if you go to genevolpe.com, there's a little chat widget. Put your info in. It'll hit me and my assistant, and we'll get back to you right away. All right. Thank you so much, and thank you guys again, and I'll talk to you soon. Everyone have a wonderful Thanksgiving. What are you planning to eat for Thanksgiving? Where, where are you going again? You going to your in-laws, you said? Yeah, we go we go to Broomall to my in laws. There's gonna be about thirty people. What's your favorite dish? Let's, let's my father in law makes it makes a turkey and casserole stuffing. It's it's let's let's just get to the meat of it. It's casserole. It's tur- stuffing and turkey together, baked, and I throw some Tabasco hot sauce on it, and I wreck it. 